Someone who has been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. Hello, hello, hello. And oh, happy day to you. Yes, yes, this is a day. Another day that God has made, I will rejoice and be glad in it. I hope that you too will rejoice and be glad in each and every day that God gives to us. Yes, it's raining. It's chilly over here where we are at least on the East Coast. Um, Some of you have snow <laughs> that wasn't expected. I heard um, or heard or read a few days ago, I can't remember which one, someone commented that, uh, as they put it, Mother Nature um, miscalculated the calendar, <laughs> and they said something to the effect of the snow coming and the cold weather coming, I think, like six weeks sooner than they expected. Well, <laughs> I laugh at that. It's 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 cute, but um, the reality is, is that um, God is the one who's in, in charge of the seasons, and um, we find ourselves stumped when we um, try to anticipate what he's going to do and how he's going to do it. So um, he didn't miscalculate anything. Um, that's just just another proof that mankind is limited. Although we are created in the image of God, um, we do not know all things. We do not understand all things. We do not have all power. So we are limited in our abilities <laughs> to predict things with 100% accuracy. So the snow wasn't expected. The cold weather wasn't expected. Well, I think that um, we should start uh, expecting, we should begin to expect the unexpected because there are a lot of unexpected things that are going to be happening, that are happening, um, and I should say unexpected to some people. To those of you that have your ears to the ground, so to speak, 
Um, to those of you that are moving with the cloud, to those of you that are following um, the fire by night and the cloud by day, then um, you're not taking by these things don't take you by surprise. Okay, and what am I saying? I'm, I'm speaking in spiritual terms here. To those of us that are observing the times and the seasons and to those of us that are listening to the voice of the Lord and being led by the Holy Spirit, these things do not take us by surprise. Yes, there is unrest all over the world. Everywhere you turn, there is unrest. There is trouble. The unrest continues in Ferguson, Missouri, um, over allegations of racism uh, regarding the death um, and the shooting of Michael Brown. I do have some headlines that I'm going to be reading um, to back up what I'm talking about, but um, there is unrest concerning that. Okay? Um, people in general um, in this country are unsettled about our government, uh, the leadership of our government, the future plans of our leaders, um, our chief leader in particular. Um, I've got an article that I will read about that. Um what else is going on? Um, well, actually, yeah, well, I'll read about that. The illegal immigration issue, the reform, that's at the top of um, the issues that are causing unrest uh, right now. Uh, the president is in conflict with those who oppose his plans to sign um or he's threatening to sign an executive order, you know, to override um, others, uh, others, other opinions and advice concerning illegal immigration. Wow, what what else? A um, couple of weeks ago, I think the story broke that there was a, a sex abuse scandal right here in the Washington, D.C. area in one of the high schools. Then when I was doing research today, I found out that there was another sex abuse scandal. And that one, let's see, where one was that one? That one is in Brooklyn. So that one's in New York, and it seems to be even greater than the one going on here in D.C. There is the ISIS crisis, um, including beheadings. I mean, there's war. There's rumors of war. There's talk about increasing ground troops. Um, um, there's retaliation on their part, on the on the, on the part of the ISIS leaders, uh, basically saying your efforts have been ineffective. And talk about trouble. Talk about unrest. <sighs> there's a lot of that going on. In in the news articles, let's see, the one concerning Ferguson. Well, before I do that. 
before I get into the news articles, let me remind you that um, I am doing one of my most favorite things in spite of a long day, in spite of um, the unrest that's going on. I am enjoying a cup of tea. Yes, I figured that would warm me up on a cold, chilly evening like tonight. I am still enjoying one of the simple things in life. We can still find pleasure in simple things in life. I am sipping my hibiscus tea, and I'm inviting you to join me with your beverage, whether it is hot cocoa. I hope it's not coffee, but if you do coffee, that's um, that's fine, too. You know, but just um, grab you something warm and um, join me. Um, Chris is with me behind the scenes. If you... Um, if you'd like to hear from him, you know, give me a holler. <laughs> we'll put him on the spot. <laughs> give me a holler. Our call-in number is 866-404-6519. If you have a comment, uh, something that you'd like to say to add to what I'm talking about tonight, feel free to call me. I'd love to hear from you. We don't get very many calls on the show, so we would love to hear from you. So now I am prepared to talk about the headlines. I know we're going to have a break coming up uh, shortly, so let me see here. We might get through one of the headlines. This one is from CNN.com. Missouri governor declares state of emergency in Ferguson, Missouri Governor Jay Nixon declared a state of emergency Monday ahead of an expected grand jury decision in the case of Michael Brown. In his executive order, I guess executive orders are the thing right now, (laughs) in his executive order, Nixon cited the possibility of expanded unrest. He said that people have the right to protest peacefully, but that citizens and businesses must be protected from violence and damage. Let's see. Um, St. Louis Mayor Francis Slay said the plan will bring National Guard troops to the city. Reminds me of what Chris was talking about on one of our recent shows about his childhood and how the troops were here in D.C. when the civil rights movement was uh, going on in the aftermath of Martin Luther King's uh, assassination. Um, So they're saying that that, um, they will bring the National Guard troops to the city, but he said their role is designated to be secondary to local law enforcement. I've heard that some people are upset even about the idea of him doing that, you know, bringing in the National Guard. They say that it inflames the situation even more, just um, just the thought of him or, or, the, or his plan to do this, they say, um, just adds fuel to the already uh, burning flames and accusations of excessive violence and Racism. So, 
Um, what else should I read about this? Uh, if you don't know, Brown, a black teen, was fatally shot by Darren Wilson. And I'm going to have to pick this up after the break. See you in a few. Oh. <laughs> in a few, few. <laughs> the grand jury is weighing whether to indict Wilson. And we'll talk about that more after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness, to create soldiers for the army of the Lord, and to impact our communities. We are home-based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72, Waldorf, Maryland, 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls and we can make information available to you by email. E-T-S. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The Story of Me. I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, people, we're back, and we are talking about unrest, and we are talking about the troubles 
in this world, but we will be talking about something much greater than both of these. But before I get to that, let me finish up where I was at. Um, I'm reading from an article um, about the unrest in Ferguson, Missouri, and um, this is from CNN.com. And uh, let's just say the the uh, the governor says that ugliness was not representative of Missouri, and it cannot be repeated. What is he referring to? In the days immediately following Michael Brown's death, peaceful protests were marred by senseless acts of violence and destruction. And he says this cannot be repeated. Therefore, the troops are needed for visibility and deterrence. Talk about unrest. Okay, what was one of the other things I said? Oh, the unrest in our government. The unrest concerning immigration, amongst other things. Um, This article, also from CNN.com, defiant Obama says he won't bend to GOP. A defiant Barack Obama dives into what could be a defining period of his presidency this week after repeatedly enraging Republicans from afar during his Asia tour. Far from being chastened by the Republican capture of the Senate, Obama is setting out to prove he is no lame duck and can still set the agenda. What are they talking about here? Well, Obama drawing lines on immigration, climate change. While Obama was abroad, post-election tensions escalated sharply on Capitol Hill as happy talk from both sides about working together quickly ebbed away. (laughs) That didn't take very long. (laughs) The midterm elections happened on November 4th. Um, This article is, uh, well, it's dated today, so that didn't take very long, did it? What, about two weeks (laughs) for the... uh, the talk about working together to just basically dissipate. Um, GOP promises retribution but avoids specifics. Republicans are fuming over Obama's go-it-alone attitude since voters handed the GOP the Senate and expanded its majority in the House. Talk about unrest. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham warned Obama could spark a backlash over immigration. Republican anger is, however, masking a serious problem the party has yet to resolve, how to hit back at what it sees as a presidential power grab. Long, long, long article. I just um, highlighted some of the comments. Talk about un. Rest. Talk about trouble in the land. And if that's not enough, let's add to that from the New York Daily News dot com. This is uh, 
Mm, a little older. Actually, I remember hearing when this story hit October 22nd. I saw this on the uh, television news. Washington substitute has sex with student 17 in classroom on her first day of class. Wow. Okay. She had. She certainly didn't have work on her mind, according to this article. <sighs> Little did she know that she was going to be all over the news <laughs> for her um, indiscretions and for her inability to um, control her lust. The article says the teen asked Simone Green, 22, to have sex with him seven times, the same number he wears on his football jersey, police said, when she uh, accommodated him, that's what I'm going to say, I'm not going to read the details there, but when she accommodated him, um, the teen, he secretly recorded the act on his cell phone, showed it to his football teammates, and then ended up telling the police because, you know, the teammates told somebody and and it got to the principals and the principals and the different ones in authority called the parents and now the parents are threatening threatening a lawsuit. I believe one of the articles that I read said about $11 million lawsuit is what they are um, uh, threatening. Uh, talk about unrest. <laughs> talk about trouble in the land. A Washington, D.C. substitute teacher had sex with a high school football player on her very first day on the job. She was then charged with first-degree sexual assault against a minor for the Friday incident. She is due in court on Wednesday. That Wednesday, of course, has already passed, and I saw somewhere that she pled not guilty. Talk about unrest. Mm. Well, and if that's not bad enough, <laughs> Brooklyn teacher scandal. This is by myfoxdc.com. Myfoxdc.com. Um, Brooklyn, New York. This is dated November 4th. New York City is facing one of the biggest teacher sex scandals in history. After Brooklyn Technical High School teacher Sean Shinak was accused of 36 charges, 36 charges of victimizing students over the course of three years. If you've been listening to our show, you know, we, um, we uh, gave a lot of attention to sexual abuse in this show in the past um, in trying to increase the awareness of sexual abuse trying to reach out to those who have been victimized by it. Here's another story. Here's another story. And true to our form, we are uh, bringing it to your attention. This man, Shinak's youngest victim, was 13 years old. And as Chasing previously reported, the charges include kidnapping, disseminating indecent material to a minor, obscenities, harassment, and more. 
talk about trouble. Talk about unrest. Police say Shinak solicited sex for good grades, drove a student to a nude beach, and even sent nude pictures to as many as four students. Highlights of that story, because it does continue on. So, is there trouble in the land? Is there a lot that could uh, weigh you down? Is there a lot that could concern you and frighten you? Well, I say yes, there is. And it even makes me sigh just to <laughs> to read all of this. But I got one more. I got one more because I um I'm intentionally I I'm doing this on purpose. I'm I'm painting a picture on purpose and um then I'm going to counteract that with something wonderful, with something great, with something wonderful. So there's a there's a method to my madness here tonight, okay? This one, let's see, is from the Wikipedia dot org. Twenty fourteen ISIL beheading incidents. ISIL beheading incidents. In 2014, an unknown number of Syrians, several Lebanese soldiers, at least 10 Kurds, two American journalists, and one American and two British aid workers were beheaded. Beheaded. It's not even a word that we're used to hearing in modern day, in modern day times here in America in America, um, beheaded by the Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant ISIL slash ISIS ISIS slash IS, a radical Sunni Islamist group operating in Iraq and parts of Syria. They posted videos of this. They posted videos of some of these heinous acts, some of these acts of wickedness, which, sadly to say, are common. This is common to mankind. The sinful nature is common to mankind. The beheadings received wide coverage around the world along with international condemnation. There were multiple known beheaded beheadings. I've got a list of names here. I won't get to list all of the names before we go into our break, but I will start James Foley, Stephen Sotloff. Ali Al-Sayed, Abbas Medlej, Kurdish soldier, Syrian soldiers, more after the break. As the tragic past 
shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Are you concerned about your physical and spiritual health? Tired of aches and pains? Heartburn? Taking pills? Being out of shape and having no self-control? Try the 90-Day Challenge by Vaisalus. Using our delicious, nutritious health shakes and eating one meal a day, you can build lean muscle, burn fat, improve your health, and rule your body instead of your body ruling you. Choose your kit. Start your challenge. Lose 10 pounds at a time. Order online today at dianesjones.bodybyvi.com. <laughs> a black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, a purpose, and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from AuthorHouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like Amazon.com. A black nurse. <laughs> I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Just finishing up some news articles, and um, I was listing some of the names of those who have uh, suffered harm and were beheaded by um, the ISIL um, incidents this year in 2014. I want to list a few more names um, because there are several more on this uh, article. And I don't want to um, intentionally or unintentionally leave anybody out. So let me just finish this up before we move on. Alan Henning, Hervé Gordel, Koban and Eastern Syria beheadings, Abdul Rahman 
Kasig and 18 Syrian soldiers all beheaded because of what's going on with ISIS and the threats um, not only to the U.S. but to, I believe, global um, global peace. So talk about unrest. We got a lot of it going on. Like I said, um, if you have a comment, if you have a question concerning these things, give us a call, 866-404-6519. Chris is on the air with me, and um, if he uh, decides to tune in or to chime in, he will, and you will hear his voice. But in spite of all the unrest... In spite of all the trouble that we see, that we hear, that we feel, I'm going to talk to you tonight about something that is greater, a power that is greater than the unrest and the trouble combined. I'm going to talk to you tonight about... L-O-V-E. What is that? Love. Yes, love is more powerful than evil. Love is more powerful than unrest. Love is the most powerful force in the universe. Why? Why is that? Because God is love. God is love, people. God is love. This is a little bit off the path, but I think it ties in. I'm reminded of a time several years ago when I was out walking I believe I was walking my dog and I was concerned about all the trouble and the things that were going on even back then. And this was a couple of years ago. This was before things got as as crazy as they are now. And I only listed some things tonight. I only listed some things. But um, I was troubled. I was troubled about those things. And... You know, I began to talk to the Lord about it in my in my mind and I began to pray as I was walking and do you know the Lord began to comfort me and he said, "Look around you. Look look up, look at the sky. Look at the trees. Look at the clouds. Just look around you." And I I began to do that. I began to look at all those things and um be aware of how beautiful those things were. It was a pretty day out that day. The sun was shining, the clouds were white, and the sky was blue, and the, you know, the greenery, of course, was green. And the Lord said, in spite of all the trouble, in spite of all the evil that you see, he said, when you look at these things and you see these things, know that I am 
here. Know that I am with you because even those great, the great evil that you see, it cannot, it cannot destroy these things. It cannot, it cannot overtake me. It cannot destroy the elements. It cannot destroy the things that I've put in place. And that's how you know that I am here. That's how you know that I am in control. Even the evil cannot diminish my beauty. It it cannot take away life except God. Except God that this will be no more. Except he says that the time is up and it's time for a change. It's time for a new heaven and a new earth. These things cannot be overtaken by evil. They cannot be disrupted by unrest. God is love and he is still in control. So I want to emphasize to you tonight the power of God's love. You say she must be crazy. I can just hear some of you saying, she must be crazy. Why would a loving God allow these things? Why would a loving God allow rape and incest and molestation? Why would a loving God allow wars and rumors of wars and corruption in um, government and racism? Why would a loving God allow these things at all? And I say to you, because he loves us. You say, what? <laughs> what What kind of craziness is that? Because he loves us. If he didn't love us, he'd wipe us all off the face of the earth without an escape. Without an escape plan with no way of escaping these harmful, hurtful things, with no way of overcoming these things, with no way of using these things for his glory, with no choice about our future and where we will spend eternity, with no hope whatsoever for anything greater. If he did love us, If he didn't love mankind, he would not give mankind a choice. And he would not give them hope. He would not give us an escape route. That's right. In spite of all the unrest, in spite of all the trouble, The Lord wants me to share his great love with you tonight. His love story can be found in John 3.16. That's a book in the Bible. St. John chapter 3 verse 16. Yes, in the Bible of all places the good old book 
the good book, as some folks call it. <laughs> In the Bible, it tells us, John 3.16, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, that includes you, that includes me, whosoever, that's the choice I'm talking about, that whosoever believeth, believes on him, should not perish, but they shall have ever lasting life. That's God's love story. That's his example of love for us that he gave his only begotten son regardless to what Islamics say, regardless to those that say uh, Allah had no son. Well, that's true. Allah didn't have a son because Allah is not God. Because the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So he says he gave his only begotten son, Jehovah God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. His love gives mankind a choice. His love gives mankind a choice. Have you ever hold, heard that old saying, you know, if you love someone, let them go? You know, you don't, when you love people, you don't demand that they love you in return. You don't force them to love you in return. You don't force, you know, you don't imprison them like, like uh, some people are trying to do now and, and force their religion upon the world, their belief systems upon the world. You don't, you know, uh, torture them and behead people and insist that they convert to your way of thinking. Well, God doesn't do that. His love gives mankind a choice. More after the break. Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day. Not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed from abusing others? Find answers to these and other questions in the pages of Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. Available online at 
AuthorHouse.com, this show's host page, Amazon.com, and any major bookstore. Overcoming Sexual Abuse. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, Trisha Goyer, that's G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on DougieNet.com. I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. We've been talking about rest. We've been talking about the trouble in the world today. And now I'm talking to you about love of God. His love, God's love, gives mankind a choice to do evil or to do good, to live for himself or to live for God. God's love gives us a choice. Sadly, many choose to live for themselves with no regard to how their actions and their decisions affect others. It's those actions that corrupt the world we live in and cause so much pain and trauma. God's love, however, gives an escape, an escape from the destruction, from the uh, finality of death even, from the trauma of sexual abuse even. God's love gives us an escape. God's love gives us the power to overcome those things, even in death. That escape is called salvation. What does it look like? What does God's love 
look like? Well, first of all, it's available to all. It's available to mankind, whosoever will let him come. And I'm going to take you to another chapter and book in the Bible, and that is the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. The whole chapter tells us what love looks like. The whole chapter shows us how important love is and why I say that love is a greater power even than the evil and the trouble that we see gives us a good picture of who God is and how God is though I speak this is how it starts out though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity which means the same thing as love charity equals love though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal and though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have no charity I am nothing and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity it profiteth me nothing charity the same thing as love people suffers long love suffers long and is kind charity envieth not charity vaunteth not itself is not puffed up does not behave itself unseemly seeketh not her own is not easily provoked compare those ugly evil things that I described earlier to this and tell me which power is greater um, is not easily provoked thinketh no evil rejoiceth not in iniquity does not rejoice in iniquity but rejoiceth in the truth beareth all things believeth all things hopeth all things endureth all things all things charity never fails God's love never fails. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, I don't care how much you think you know. I don't care how much knowledge you gain from the internet. Um, there are 
people walking around with knowledge. They know so much, but they can't apply that knowledge. They have no wisdom. They're just packed full of information. But where there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. It's not going to amount to a hill of beans. It's going to vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. That which is perfect is God, is his love, is the restoration and the kingdom of heaven that he will restore and the earth that he will renew. But when that is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with I'm, I'm going to well I think I have time to finish this verse 11 says when I was a child I spake as a child I understood as a child I thought as a child but when I became a man I put away childish things it's time to grow up people it's time to grow up it's time to learn and think on spiritual things and to function according to those things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even all as also I am known. <laughs> we will know all things soon enough. And now abideth faith, hope, charity. Same thing as love. These three, but the greatest of these is charity. The greatest amongst faith, hope, and love is love. When we can't count on anything else in life, when you can't count on anyone else in life, we can count on God's love. If you suffer any ill will, any misfortune, if you are beheaded for Christ's sake, for Christ's sake, I didn't say just beheaded to be beheaded. But if you are beheaded because you are a believer, because you are a child of God, and you are beheaded for his sake, because you stand for righteousness, because you live for him and refuse to compromise and refuse to denounce him. Do you know that martyrdom is the greatest honor for the Christian? To be martyred for the gospel's sake is the greatest honor for the Christian? So if you suffer any ill will as a child of God, no, it's not because he doesn't love you. It's not because he doesn't love you. It's because there's evil in the world. It's because there's evil in the world. I want you to take comfort tonight in knowing 
that trouble will not last always. Unrest will not be with us forever. There will be an end to it. There will be an end to it. Trouble, one song says, trouble don't last always. That's not proper grammar, but there will be an end to it. God has a plan. We are walking out his plan. Even as all of these things are going on, even as all of this chaos is happening, even as our nation is being turned upside down, God has a plan. And the greatest plan is for us to be in his ark of safety. It's for us to dwell with him in his secret place. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. God is love. He loves you and he loves me. And he desires that you love him in return. And he promises to see us through all of these troubles. And the joy does not compare to the sorrow of today. The joy that we will receive. Until next time, God is love. <laughs>